Welcome back, race fans. This is episode 59 of the Horse Racing Banter Podcast. I am your host, Eric Johnson. It's great to be back in the saddle, <laughs> pun intended. I've got a lot of catching up to do and a lot of work heading one month out to the World Championships in Del Mar, California, at the Breeders' Cup. All right, so uh, what has been happening? Our Seattle Mariners, since we've gone dark on the air, have been on an absolute tear and are now challenging the big boys from the East Coast. For the two wildcard positions. So let's believe and get out and watch and support our team. We haven't had this excitement in 20 years. Go M's. All right. So let's jump onto the wire. Um, let's see. Racing is back at Santa Anita. I just had the opportunity to watch the Eddie D uh, stakes race and a truly solid fine horse Lieutenant Dan took the six and a half furlongs turf race down the hill which is always just one of the best races in racing although it is a little scary when they Across the dirt track, but my goodness, Lieutenant Dan is just a beautiful horse and hardly ever loses. I mean, for heaven's sake, solid, solid, solid. So, my Forrest Gump shout out to Lieutenant Dan. All right, so uh, getting more caught up, we've had a couple of retirements. Um, a horse that we have followed a lot here on the podcast and really have a lot of love for. Monomoy Girl has been retired. And, you know, I think that that is an exceptional idea. Um, let's see if Monomoy Girl can pull uh, some great uh, racehorses. Um, her running came early in her career, started slowing down some, had a stunning career though, and our hats, uh, our tip to Monomoy Girl, good luck in your uh, future endeavors. Another surprise retirement um, is the Evander Holyfield of Horses, Yalpon. For some reason, Yalpon has been retired. I don't know if it uh, lost an ear to Frenze Fire in that stretch run, but they have decided to retire the, the wonderful sprinter Yalpon. It's great to go out on top in your last race, especially with somebody uh, chewing on your ear all the way down the lane. And um, man, I tell you, one of the craziest races I've seen. <laughs> 
So, farewell, Monomoy girl, Yao Pan. We'll be watching to see uh, what happens for them down the road in, uh, in uh, Offspring. Um, on the Bob Baffert front, it's not surprising that there hasn't been a lot of movement either as part of the New York racing um, suspension or the Breeders' Cup deciding what they're going to do with him or some of the other areas of interest in potentially being suspended slash banned. Um, What's interesting, though, is a lot of the big owners are going to have to come down to make a decision whether to stick with him. And this may end up being kind of the ploy of some of these associations that just don't want to get mixed up in court. They may just say, we're thinking about this. Like the Breeders' Cup has said, we're thinking about banning Baffert from from racing in the Breeders' Cup. And they haven't made a decision. And if you're a trainer and you have a horse that's ponied up to race uh, potentially at the Breeders' Cup, you got to start thinking about changing trainers. And Kentucky, uh, Churchill Downs has suspended him for two years. And the interesting thing about that is if you want to race in the Kentucky Derby, Baffert can't be part of your horse the trainer of your horse, if you run in any kind of race that scores you points of eligibility to get into the Kentucky Derby. So we're rapidly approaching some of those races. They start happening November, December, and obviously go January, February, March, April. And if you have a big two-year-old and Bob Baffert's your trainer, you got a big decision. So it's going to be interesting. Maybe they'll just freeze him out. Slow dangling in the wind. And um, yeah, that would be great. All right. So the last time out when um, we uh, we announced uh, Mark's retirement from the podcast, we had one last race and unfortunately... Um, our head-to-head didn't pan out because a lot of the horses didn't run. Life is Good didn't run in the Pennsylvania Derby. Um, Medina Spirit uh, didn't run. And so Hot Rod Charlie really had the the um, kind of the front-end speed to kind of take control of the race. It was interesting, though, into the... Um, Final turn, he went way wide, which was kind of strange, but poured it on, really didn't have, didn't really have any trouble with Midnight Bourbon, and nor did Borbonic um, come on toward the end in a, in any kind of closing. Um, Waypig was, was, I mean, Wayburn was uh, in the race and didn't do much. So I think they have an interesting dilemma of what they're going to do with Medina Spirit in relation to the Breeders' Cup. I mean, obviously, they could consider the classic. They could consider the dirt mile. Um, 
So it'll be interesting. I love the horse, hate the trainer. Um, the Kentucky Derby winning Medina Spirit. All right, so we have opening weekend at Santa Anita. So I just wanted to take a look at some of the big races they have over the two days. And mostly um, looking at Saturday's card, uh, they they have a series of stakes races there. So I'm just going to get into it with some commentary and picks. Um, Tomorrow, the third race, Saturday, the third race at Santa Anita is the City of Hope Stakes. It's one mile on turf. And this is just a repeat of a race we saw about a month ago with Smooth Like Straight, More Forza, and Hit the Road. Um, In that race, More Forza, we were really interested to see after a year of layoff if it could come back and retain form. And it just um, looked great. Great, great, great. Um, Smooth like straight is a tough, tough, gritty horse that almost hung in there. Um, but more four is a caught smooth like straight at the wire. Um, a horse that I like hit the road, really got bottled up at the rail. So this should be a good race. But I think more fours is going to show that it's it's ready and going to be off to the to the Breeders' Cup. So that is the third race at Santa Anita. I wanted to just make mention of an allowance race, race seven. Um, a horse that I like, one fast bro is running might get some decent odds not not real long shot but not a cookie not a cookie yeah put a cookie on it not a cookie but could have some some decent five to six one um got pinched a little bit last race i think it's looking good in this allowance race one fast Bro, seventh race, Santa Anita on Saturday. All right, let's uh, look at the eighth race. This is the sprint championship, six furlongs on dirt. Another revival of a, a, a crew of horses we saw a while back. Um, in this race, you got Dr. Scheibel, CZ Rocket, and Flagstaff as really the top three contenders. I have to go back to Dr. Scheibel. Um, He's come through for me two times in a row. And I will be um, putting um, my hard-earned money on Dr. Scheibel. But, you know, CZ Rocket is a a, a tough horse. Had a little traffic trouble last time. So this thing could go down to a nose. Um, And, you know, Flagstaff is another just outstanding horse so i'm really looking forward because this is a really good preview to some of the sprint characters that are going to be in the big show at uh at delmore on november 6th that'll be on saturday the 6th all right so let's move to the ninth race santa anita saturday 
This is the Rodeo Drive, mile and a quarter on turf. Um, I'm going to go with a little longer shot. Shot Morning light odds of 5-1. to one. Magic attitude. Um, I think that this race is really set up for magic. And could, you know, use the class that it brings into this race to, to handle these uh, foes. Um, yeah, so let's go with Magic Attitude in the Rodeo Drive. Ninth race, San Anita Saturday. All right, this next race, the 10th race, is going to be an awesome race. It is the Awesome Again Stakes. Mile and an eighth on dirt. These are potential candidates looking at whether or not they're going to post to the Breeders' Cup Classic. We have, ladies and gentlemen, Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby winning horse, Medina Spirit. We have Tiz Magician. We have Express Train. And we have Idol. All great horses looking to challenge. My horse that I am riding, well, I'm not going to actually be riding it. Um, The horse that I really like made a great call in its last race, Tripoli. My boy Tripoli is running and it will be rolling at the end. And I think will catch Medina Spirit and really be a serious contender for the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup Classic, I mean. So, Santa Anita, the awesome again stakes, mile and an eighth on dirt. Look for Tripoli, Tripoli. All right, the 11th race. This is the John Henry Turf at a mile and a quarter. These horses race... Uh, against each other a lot. I think the three major contenders in here, but there are others, there are others, but Acclimate United, which ran into some traffic last time out, and Masterpiece are really the, the three horses that I'm looking at. I think... I am going to go with the longer shot. I am even going to call it a cookie. Masterpiece. Put a cookie on it. I am really into... Put a cookie on it. Put a cookie on it. All right. I am really into art lately. And there are a lot of themes in the races that I'm covering in regards to art. And so I'm going to go with Masterpiece. Masterpiece. So John Henry Turf Stakes, race 11, Santa Anita, mile and a quarter on turf. This will play into one of the turf race candidates thinking about some of the big Breeders' Cup 
races. All right, so that brings us through Santa Anita on Saturday. Also on Saturday is the Woodward at Belmont. And this is really a showdown between two really good horses that are peaking right about now. Art Collector, there's my art reference, and Maxfield. Both of them are in prime form. It's tough. It's really tough to pick between the two. Um, I'm I'm somewhat partial to Maxfield. I think Maxfield is just such a stunning horse and really has not, you know, had many bad races in its entire career. So I'm going to give the slight edge to Maxfield, but it'll be interesting to see how another horse, Code of Honor, fares in um, this mix. Because Code of Honor was brought back recently, had a very, very easy win in a, you know, a lower stakes race, but looked really good. Um, didn't, didn't even need the whip, um, handridden, didn't run against anybody, but could be a factor. Art Collector is going to go out and it'll be interesting to see if Code of Honor kind of just stays right on the hip of Maxfield and they both start coming at Art Collector in the stretch. And I I don't think you can rule Code of Honor out of this mix, but as things stand right now, I uh, give the edge to Maxfield. All right, so let's flip over to Sunday. Sunday, they have a race, a stakes race, honoring one of my favorite horses of all time, the Zenyatta Stakes. And the field isn't great. Baffert's got a couple of horses in there. I think the best horse in the race is Private Mission. Um, but, you know, of course, that would be who I would bet on in a non-emotional non, um, standpoint because hatred of of trainers and gambling are two separate worlds um but i'm really rooting for carla gaines to somehow bring miss stormy d in to win the zenyatta stakes um probably doesn't have much of a chance but let's just hope some miracle like that happens and one of the two Baffert horses don't win the Zenyatta Stakes. Okay, also on Sunday, early, early, early West Coast Sunday morning, 5 a.m., 5.30, you know, I have been up probably for a good hour, and really, I don't think anybody really cares, but there is going to be a race, the Arc de Triomphe. One and a half miles on turf. 
typically is pointed out to be one of the biggest horse races in the world. And this year's field really kind of points to that fact. It is an unbelievably strong field. You have last year's Breeders' Cup um, turf champion, Tarnawa, whose only loss in, I think, the last four or five races was to who I'm going to claim right now is the best horse in the world, St. Mark's Basilica. St. Mark's Basilica beat recently Tarnawa barely. And it's coming back to this race. St. Mark's isn't running in this race, which kind of surprises me. Um, but Adiar, who beat Mishraf and looked unbelievably good doing so, is running. Also in this race, you have Snowfall, Hurricane Lane, Lub, and I'm going to give you a cookie on this race. Yeah. Put a cookie on it. Put a cookie on it. Put a cookie on it. Um, Put a cookie on it. There is a horse called Chronogenesis, and I know I've mentioned this horse many times. And I have a feeling that somehow this horse is going to find its form in this race. Um, it won its last time out. It lost to Mischief the race before that. And it has raced against some of the best horses in the biggest races in the world over the last couple of years. Um, Almanai, it's it's a Japanese horse, so it's ran against Almanai, Kiseki, Lucky Lilac, Karen D. Bouquet, Dior. Um, it did come in second um, to Mischrift back in March, but Mischrift back then was just <laughs> probably my um, best horse in the world at that point. Um, and it and it won its last time out. So I'm hoping for an upset because I really have a tough time picking between Tarnawa, which is one of my favorite horses, and Adiar. But those two, those two are probably going to be separated by, you know, a length at most at the end. It would take Chronogenesis a return to its, you know, tippy top form to have a chance. But we can always dream. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with Tarnawa as my choice in this with a cookie on chronogenesis but watch out for adiar adiar in your ear um so that's sunday early morning 5 30 pacific coast time um should be exciting i would expect some of these horses might come over to the states for the breeders cup in the big turf race and this could be it their their 
final prep for that. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. But, you know, my job over the next month is to really start identifying, you know, what horses are pointing to what races. Um, And then I will start looking at, you know, who is going to race going into the first day, which is all the juveniles. And then, you know, really start looking at the lineups for the big day, which is the Saturday racing where all the older horses race. This weekend is the second to last weekend where we have a lot of Breeders' Cup uh, winning your in some of the Santa Anita races and and um, some of the other races across the country are set up that way. Pretty much the last weekend is next weekend, and there's a big card at Keeneland. Um, and then the Belmont will have the Joe Hirsch. Um, also, also we will see at Woodbine a couple of. Uh, or an, an, an interesting race, the Mr. E.P. Taylor Stakes. If you remember, we have talked about E.P. Taylor quite a bit because our jockey friend used to talk about, or did talk about on our podcast, Mr. E.P. Taylor. So we got the E.P. Taylor Stakes next weekend. We have the Joe Hirsch. Um, and also I just spotted on the, the stakes calendar, November 4th, the day before the two breeders cup days is we have the let it ride stakes. Nat 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 can do can do looking forward to betting the let it ride stakes as I hunker down with my final form to pick my races for the Friday and Saturday card of the Breeders Cup and I am really looking forward to bringing you through this and we are gonna pick some great cookies, and let it ride. Yeah. Put a cookie on it. 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 